them come. This is their fate. Uh, uh, uh. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Today we got plenty of topics because there was plenty of stuff that came out of Gamescom afterwards. There's plenty of good games that dropped. Weird controversy going around Starfield and plenty more to talk about. But before we get started, as usual, Jalen, Josh, tell the people how you've been, what you've been up to, what you've been doing, what you've been playing, how life going, anything fun, notable that you want to share with the audience. Uh, let's see where to start, where to start. Um, this week is been, well, weather-wise, like it, it's starting to be typhoon season in Japan, so it's going to rain some like one day and the next day it's like 90 degrees rain been uh, trash so, for the last well, couple of days and i've been trying to get my deck painted and it's been terrible oh yeah but, sorry but go ahead yeah continue no uh late summer rain it, yeah it's annoying because it, it's still hot and muggy but like like you said you can't do stuff because you want to go outside as, as well yeah um so we've been mostly inside trying to stay out of the heat you know uh that Heat stroke is real, so you gotta, you know, drink some water and stay cool. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, you do. Yeah, otherwise, still trying to clear out my backlog, uh, mm-hmm. but I did start a new game finally. Uh, picked up Armor Core Six and been playing that, uh, playing that a bit, uh, mostly on my PC, um, and then a little bit on the Steam Deck. It run, it runs like not the best on the Steam Deck, but. I feel like with some tweaks, like if I were to, because I haven't really dived into the all the extra like applications and stuff to like really push the Steam Deck. I figure feel if you did that, you probably can get the game to run it full sixty all the time. But it's mm-hmm. fine in the training mode, like where I'm like testing out weapons and stuff like that. It runs at like sixty, but in the actual missions, it doesn't. Uh, it's at like forty. So gotcha. I'm okay with just playing on the Steam Deck just to test out different stuff and then uh i'll play on my computer when i'm ready to like go fight bosses so um but it's real good real fun armor core is like playing like control wise it feels like you're playing with pharah because you have to like fly and float um and and manage your energy and i guess Mm -hmm. valkyrie because you have your your energy uh make you fly uh it's difficult as there's a lot of people online complaining that it's more difficult than dark souls and like the the first tutorial boss you have to beat them and they're like you know dark the souls games tutorial bosses are always like difficult but in armor core you have to beat them and a lot of people can't beat them mm. uh and uh, i get why that that would suck because they start you out in the mission and then you can't like go to the customize or anything like that until after you beat the boss so uh it's funny yeah other than that uh playing divinity 2 uh still that's really really good writing really good characters and story um i like it a lot and once i'm done with that probably jump right into Baldur's gate but that's probably unfortunately gonna be after starfield because starfield is basically here and it's gonna be the next game that a lot of people plan and I'll I'll try to check it out, see if how much like it. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it for me. 
Okay, okay, okay. What about you, Jalen? What you been up to? What you been playing? How you been doing? Duck and rain season? Let's shoot. Uh, I ain't really been doing too, too much. Um, I haven't had a whole, whole lot of rain here. Um, we just had that heat wave. That was the only significant weather event that we really had. Um, other than that, I'm, like I said, a little bit of Overwatch. I've been dodging me and stuff like that. It's cool. Uh, I was playing a little bit of Final Fantasy <laughs> 16. <laughs> I've been dodging me. It's cool. Um, ain't nobody dodging like, you. <laughs> ain't letting you get that Final off. Ain't nobody dodging you. Too late. But other than that, I mean, it ain't really been a whole, whole lot going on my way. Truth be told. Mm. Um, yeah, just... Just chilling. Playing some Final Fantasy. Okay. And it's like working out and stuff like that. So basketball game tomorrow. All that good mm-hmm. job. Yeah, I mean, I'm still doing the same stuff I was doing last time, trying to get the house together. But I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy 16. I'm pretty sure I'm at the end. Um, and I haven't been moved. And I still feel the same way. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to beat it and still feel like it's a 6 out of 10 game. Um, and it's unfortunate mm. because, you know, I mean, they did put a lot of money behind it. But unfortunately, I've played better games. And I, I, that's just my opinion. It's not for everybody. I think a select few people will enjoy it for what it is. And I want to kind of I want to I want to amend my statements. My statement or at least my 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 point is, is that Final Fantasy 16 is not a good game to me. It's not a good game because I've seen things done better elsewhere. I haven't seen a sound track or maybe the production level of the spe- spectacle moments done better elsewhere, but I've seen gameplay, I've seen story, I've seen pacing, I've seen explore- exploration, it's linear, but I've seen all of that done better elsewhere. So there's nothing here that's driving me to keep playing Final Fantasy 16 out of solely saying that I beat it and I can harshly judge it the way I want to. Because it is not for me. Um, and I don't want to kind of play it halfway through and not beat it. So I'm literally like at the last boss. And I'm fighting them. And it's not interesting. It's not it's not engaging for me. Um, they do a few things really good. And then they just don't do anything else right. Um, and that's why it's going to get a, it's going to stick at that 6 out of 10 for me. But for others, it could be a 9. For others, it could be an 8. It could be a 10 for all I care. It's just more so about your preferences and what you truly play. I am a true action RPG-esque person. I, I play those with a passion and this is this is subpar, um, unfortunately. But I think because it's the Final Fantasy world, if you enjoy Final Fantasy that much, you might find things that you enjoy about the game outside of just the the story that is providing you because it's it's still final fantasy blah 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 it may have a different world but it's it got those quirks and things that people are charmed by i'm not one of those people so i'm just not going to be caring about most of it if it's if it's the nostalgia callbacks i don't know it goes over my head so really i'm just playing it for what the story is providing and unfortunately the story itself very much so tells of a rise (laughs) And, and that was better to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying it was better to play Tales of Arise than this. But um, I'm just going to say that and leave it because I don't want to keep harping on that game. 
because some people really truly enjoyed it. It's just not for me. Um, do the, uh, go ahead. Just real quick, do it. Do the combo. I said combo. Do the combat. Get a word uh, in depth. I mean, obviously, I think no, get a little it does depth, not. But I feel like it's a lot of. It doesn't. Just hitting square. Just hitting square, like constantly, and I literally was to a point where I wasn't even paying attention. I didn't have no rings on. It just I knew that. As long as I kept dodging, I was not going to get hit. It was very much so not an engaging combat to play. And that's probably why I'm so disengaged from it now because it's just not even interesting to change stuff together because I just know it's useless. It's all useless. It's not very much so like balanced in a way where you feel like, oh, I got to do these combos to really win. I've been challenged once and it wasn't like it was a challenge where I was like, oh, this is difficult. It was like, oh, he got a one hit hit. So I just got to make sure I keep dodging because then I, I got plenty of potions. I got plenty of things. It's just, if you want to challenge, you got to challenge yourself. You got to make, oh, let me put a handicap on myself. Let me not use any potions during this entire fight. Things like that. It's not the game that's going to challenge you. And anybody that said it's hard has never played any game that's difficult because this is not a difficult game. Um, and that's probably, huh? Or is it L one? I think it's square and R one. That's how you be pressing. Square and R one. Yep. Yep. I have not used the block mechanic. I don't care to use the parry. Most of the time we still clash anyway. It's not like I'm timing it. I'm just swinging my sword. Like I said, it's not engaging gameplay, but, um, if you like, Final Fantasy story-esque games, you might enjoy other parts of it. And you might think this is the best thing since sliced bread. Because honestly, this is a new medium, or at least a new way of delivering combat and gameplay for Final Fantasy. It's just not new to me. So, and a lot of people have played other action games like Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, blah, blah, blah. Um, that are probably better, but they probably don't never get... They never have that production level of the soundtrack of the store of the story or the 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 you know spectacle moments like having big bombastic things happening on screen that's truly like amazing. Like I've gotten that. I just it's just not enough. So still a six out of ten to me. Um but outside of that, I've been trying to get through that and I've been trying to Finish up Zelda and be just preparing for Starfield. Um, I don't know how. I don't know if I'm going to be super disappointed or I'm going to be super happy. But I bought way too much merch now to not be invested in playing it at least when it first comes out. Um, I mean, I like all the Starfield merch because it's cool to me, but it's not. <laughs> I don't know if this game is going to be good. So I'm just trying to, you know, simmer expectations, keep my cool head about me. But um, hopefully it's a good game because I don't want to have bought a controller. Like I said, I bought that controller and um, the game suck. Uh, but uh, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm hearing, the ramblings on the Internet, which we're going to talk about, too, because there's a lot of controversy around this game. And a lot of fake information just floating around and a lot of people just making stuff up. I, f I honestly feel like X or Twitter getting that ad stuff made Twitter so much worse than it used to be. Like now I just see a bunch of filler, dumb articles or dumb things people are posting just to get the clicks 
and it just feels so out of place now. Like I, I, I don't know if I just was never in tune to Twitter like this, or if Starfield is so big that I have to see it. Like I don't know. Whatever the case may be, I'm seeing a lot yeah, more garbage. Yeah, I think it's definitely think, the the algorithm. They want engagement. They want, and now that you can hide the blue check mark as well, like a lot of the comments. Not not everyone, but a lot of the comments that are going to show up right on top of your feed are all promoted and they're you know whatever gets the most engagement which is oh did you see this this in starfield blah 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 the the water is whatever and then that's gonna get a bunch of engagement people gonna Mm -hmm. comment on it it is fake or people gonna all join in and dogpile on it so one that's the problem with the platform that's why i try to personally stay off there now because it's just like a cesspool of negativity negativity like i don't see any good posts anymore and i'm just like this wasn't like this three months ago so i'm just like i don't see anything positive it's either you're one way or the other way nothing's neutral nothing's like like i even when i follow people that i know are neutral in this like gaming space and they get buried and all i get is the same promoted garbage that um, I may end up reading, never interacting with, but I guess because my eyeballs read the stupidity, now I have to train my eyeballs to catch stupidity at the first line and like move on because then I'm now my algorithm is just entirely stupidity. I, like, I don't comment, I don't like, I don't do anything, but because I'm, I guess I sit there and I read what that information was, it basically keeps it pulling them into my algorithm and I hate it. But, um, but yeah. Um, X is kind of like bad, but at the same time, I guess that's what they want. They want the advertisement. They want people to be engaged in the, the filler crap and stuff that they find engaging. But yeah, I'm really starting to feel like I just can't use Twitter, um, like, or X like that. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about some Starville stuff. A lot of controversy around that. We're probably going to talk straight into that, but Anything else before we move into topics that y'all want to uh, say at the beginning? No. No. Okay. Let's move into the topics. Um, let's start. Let's start there. Let's start at Starfield. Um, so, obviously, you guys know I'm excited for the game. I know Josh is. Jalen probably does not care the slightest. I don't even know if he installed it. But you do get it on September 6th. Uh, with all the rest of us jailing because it is in game pass um but it's a bethesda game and i, I don't think i think we have gotten your sentiment on bethesda games you don't play them for the bugs um so there's plenty of things that have come out that were technically oh go ahead or you said something no nah, I, nah, I was gonna say i, I play uh i played dishonor that count i like that game but... oh okay <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, it does count. I'm not saying it doesn't. I, I don't want to take credit away from you. I mean, you played a Bethesda game. That's good. I mean, we've played like Doom. You know, we, I've seen Bethesda games that didn't have bugs. I haven't seen Bethesda Game Studios games that didn't have bugs. <laughs> like, I haven't seen like the Fallouts, the Skyrooms, blah, blah, blah. It's not like those games usually, but things published by Bethesda, I have seen some clear. Luckily, the reports are coming out that Starfield is probably one of their least buggiest games. I don't know who can 
I don't know who's backing it, but obviously I, we've heard from Phil and we heard from, I think, Mike uh, about it. But that's about it. But the controversy that I keep seeing on my Twitter feed and everything is simply that, you know, it's not a it is not a continuous walk around the planet like this large, large planet. They want to be able to explore it from where you touch down to go all the way around and go back to where you started. Like that is something that people are are making a knock for the game. And I guess I kind of wanted to start at that one because it's, it's, that's the that's like the one that's been like constantly being pulled up in my uh, feed, but it's plenty of others. Um, when you first saw that, Josh, what did you think? Um, I'll be honest, I didn't. It didn't matter too much to me because I had that expectation that it's not going to be a seamless world. When they um, first showed it off, like two years ago, and they said you can't, because you can't fly in and out of atmosphere freely. Like you have to select mm-hmm. land and then you land. Like that—that that means it's going to load a different level and you're going to load into the planet and like that. Well, one, there are games, like, obviously, people's going to compare it to No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky, yeah. you can do all of that stuff. You can land on a planet. You can go all the way around the planet. It had, like, real, um, what, what do you call it, uh, day-night cycles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it was more simulation of the universe. But at the same time, at least when that game came out, it was lacking all of the other features, like story and characters and quests and stuff like that. So right. I'm personally okay with that if the space that they provide is still an interesting RPG. Because, like, you know, even, even like, a, another RPG, like, I don't want a giant field that goes on forever if there's nothing to do there. So I don't care that I can't go all the way around the planet because I'm not going to go all the way around the planet. I'm going to go to the main city. I'm going to check out a couple caves, and I'm going to go to the next planet. So I'm personally okay with that if, it, if the quality is there. And that's always going to be the thing with Bethesda. If the quality is high enough, you will enjoy the content that you're doing and keep playing. Like, I enjoyed Fallout 3 when I played it. It had a lot of stuff to do. You can go into, like, subways and stuff like that and find and fight zombies and all that stuff. But if the quality is not there, kind of like what people were saying with Fallout 76 when you're just wandering around doing nothing, mm-hmm. then it sucks. So, I'm okay with it. Uh, I think this is overblown and I, I don't I don't know if anybody is really mad about that because I feel like this was kind of expected for this game at least, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I think these, like, like I said, all of these are pu- getting pulled out of out of thin air in in a space, and it's like because it is Twitter hot. I'm thinking that everybody has a problem with, it, but honestly, if you if you pull yourself off of like certain certain platforms, I don't think these are big hot topics outside of you know certain mediums that are are trying to kind of create some type of negativity around starfield um for me i had two reactions first i was like oh that kind of sucks um and then i realized after kind of reading into it um that i don't really want that because i'm probably not 
like once they once I realized that again that they they have a thousand planets, <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. explore that much. I'm not. I'm just going to go get the things I need, and I'm probably going to leave. Um, and honestly, I thousand prefer... planets and space stuff like you landing on ships and stuff. So yeah, I I just I don't like time to explore every nook and cranny. <laughs> no, and I and I, I don't think that's fun either. Um, I I like when. You can fast travel. I did play a lot of. I played a decent amount of Little Man Sky after a while, but I didn't play it much. I didn't like. I say like it had to be around like eight hours tops. Eight hours. That's not a lot. Um, but I played when it when it when it got better, and I played it when it first came out. When I played it after it got better, I didn't like having to go into the atmosphere and like kind of you know get through or make sure that I'm taking off and properly. I liked it, the auto travel. I liked it, the one where I could actually just leave and kind of go to where I needed to go. And it wasn't like I played it for that long, but I felt like No Man's Sky had too much in between the action for me that I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And Starfield is kind of closing that gap where maybe I'm just going to go action to action. And I don't have to think about, oh, I got to get the right trajectory to get out of this. I got to have the right fuel. Or, or It's like those little minu- minuscule things that I'm probably not going to enjoy to kind of micromanage. I'm just trying to have fun in the game. And if they're giving me 40 minutes before I, like, I mean, 10 minutes purely running towards the edge before I actually get stopped and explore, I think that's a pretty large map. I think that's a pretty large area to explore and if i got a thousand planets i can do that on i think that's a pretty endless um gameplay and then you don't have to literally just land in one place you can go another area and generate another space for you to explore and it has more activities and things for you to do like that is that is what i consider um a pretty expansive game that will continue to allow you to have that more of a streamlined approach to gaming. I I just don't want to feel like I'm having to do chores to get around to places because then it's not fun to, for me anymore. It's not fun for me to go explore because I have to think about all these other things. There's some things that are cool to think about, but then there's a lot of overbearing things that just makes the game and bogs it down to make it where it's not fun anymore. It's not an actual game. It's like a simulation. Um, and that's kind of like the the essence of Star Citizen or the essence of a No Man's Sky where they have the ability to go seamless in and out and you don't have to um, break for a loading screen or something like that. I kind of want the pre-generated stuff because it kind of makes me feel like my time is not being wasted of me just running around a barren planet because they can do it, you know? Um, and I'm not saying that there's there's pros and cons to each. I just think because I'm more pro, don't waste my time right now, like I just don't have that much time, I don't feel like that would be a problem for me. If I can go 45 minutes on the planet or an hour on the planet and explore a lot of it and find fun and cool things to do on on said planet, and then leave. I think I've my time wasn't wasted of me just exploring for hours and hours and having to walk around and not truly know where something's going to be explorable. Like they dedicate a space on the map for me to kind of have fun on versus just going to a barren planet and not 
being able to figure out where the activities truly are. Like, I'm fine with that. But I get it that some people might be like, oh, that sucks. But again, you have to think it's a thousand planets. <laughs> I don't think you're going to ever get to all a thousand planets. And you're probably going to stay on the main solar system for quite a while. You might do 20, but you ain't doing no a thousand. So I just really get, I, I really understand where people don't like read uh, pre or, or, or what they call it, the generated or... Um, yeah, generated maps or things like that. Um, but there's no way you can make this game and not do that. There's just no way possible. And now, they, now will they system be very good and make it feel like it's fresh? That's yet to be seen. But for me to feel bad about you know having a having an invisible wall, ten running ten minutes down in a straight line, yeah, I'm, I'm not too pressed about it. So my initial reaction though was that ah. Uh, that kind of sucks. I didn't think I would think you would be able to walk around the whole planet. But after I realized what I'm really asking for and what the limitations are of a system and the limitations of what people can really do. Uh, no, nah, I'm straight. I think I kind of, you know, it, 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 it just didn't make sense. I formulated that from constant reading through people's um, comments and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I guess you got a point, I, but I, I really don't, um, I guess I just don't want to make sure people don't feel like I'm just bashing their view. I just think that this is an unwarranted concern. Um, if your viewpoint is that this is a deal breaker for you, then fine. It's a deal breaker. But I think even you, the person that is out there thinking that you want to run around an entire planet, I think that's going to be pretty boring for you. Um, and I, I, I don't think you're going to enjoy yourself. So I don't have a concern with that. Um, there was another one in regards to, and I don't, I don't know how um, big of it was, but it was the, um, shoot. Now I can't remember. It was, it was the Starfield. Was it, was it just that? No, it was something else. And now I can't think of it. Um, I don't, I don't think it was the frame rate anymore. People kind of got past that is 30 FPS is fine. Um, it was, um, it wasn't the size of the game. I think it was the, um, I, I guess people were upset with Microsoft for taking away the dollar game pass trial. I kept seeing that too. Um, I mean, I get it. It's the highest gross. It's probably going to be one of their higher grossing games in a very long time. That's why they probably put out these physical constellation game pass upgrades because they know people want this merch. And they know people want this stuff. So they're doing a bunch of things. Like I seen the Elgato stream deck with Starfield stuff on it. I said, what the heck are they doing? Are they just partnering with everybody? But I mean, I understand what they're doing. I think they, they understand that this is a big game. It's a lot pretty large, and people want to kind of uh, take in everything that they can for Starfield. Um, and them giving it away for a dollar for the month doesn't really make sense. So, uh, yeah, I get that they took away the dollar game pass. Um, but what are your thoughts, Josh? What do you think about this dollar game pass where they snatched it up from folks so they can't... Uh, <laughs> They can't pay one dollar and get Starfield. 
Uh, I mean, I thought the program would be gone a lot sooner than it was, but Me too. like you Me said, too. this is going to be their biggest, the biggest draw for people to ever subscribe to Game Pass, and I think that they want to. It'll be sense to capitalize on that. Obviously, it being a dollar will make people very happy, but at the same time, if it's just for one game and it, you letting your customers get away with it, you know, same thing if you go to a store and they're giving out coupons and stuff, they're going to put a hard limit on what coupons can be used for what stuff and, oh, you can't use a coupon for this because it's brand new type thing. And, like, it, that usually sucks. I think maybe they should have cut it earlier like a month or two ago but you know that way people wouldn't be in like annoyed and complaining but it just makes sense from like a business standpoint mm. and anybody that has already had game pass for a while they probably already locked in for <laughs> months and years at this point for yes uh, the game pass thing <laughs> yeah it um I, I mean, I did that a long time ago. You know, I, I was doing the whole game gold and then kind of doing the upgrade. So, yeah, I feel like um, I feel like you had plenty of ample time <laughs> to kind of do this conversion stuff. Uh, it's been very, it's been a while since they introduced this, and I and I honestly thought they were going to do it the last time I did this. Like I had three years or two years or something like that. And then I did it again and got three more years. And I I was like, they haven't stopped this yet. They didn't stop it. So I don't want to blame people like it's your fault because you didn't do it yet. But I mean, you're you're going to be able to play it. It's just going to cost you what six dollars instead of the dollar. I think it's the six dollars a month uh, for Game Pass. So or is it nine ninety nine? I think it's nine ninety nine. It's nine ninety nine for the Game Pass. Um, so that you can have the gold subscription as well. Cause I don't think you can get game pass anymore without gold. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's controversy. I just think that that's people unfortunately getting, getting, um, getting blocked by, uh, Microsoft because yeah, I am seeing a lot of people pretending or are PlayStation people that are just kind of like mad uh, about certain things. Um, like I, I seen this, I think this was going around about Eurogamer not having like a Starfield review copy. And I was like, doesn't they own, don't they own Digital Foundry? But then yeah. I, I, I guess, I guess, the digital foundry and Eurogamer are two different things. Like, I mean, are, are at least separate and Eurogamer puts out their own review while digital foundry does their online media, you know, thing. I feel like yeah. I would not listen. I don't, I, I, I would, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy in that regard, but I just thought that, you know, I'll lead the experts to kind of review it. But at the same time, I guess Eurogamer has a, dedicated writer for reviews and then this digital foundry they don't, they don't truly do reviews they just truly look at the technical aspect but they most of the time they have their opinions and thoughts and why the game is either good or bad and most of the time the technical aspect of the game aligns with their thoughts about the game if it's superior in the technical aspect then most of the time it could be either mediocre or fine 
And if it's not that great in that, <laughs> most of the time they don't let that slide and say that it's a good game. So, um, but people were kind of calling Microsoft out saying they were picking <laughs> certain companies to provide, you know, Starfield stuff. I've seen so many comparisons about, you know, PlayStation. I just feel like people need to calm down. I have, I, I just feel like there's like a whole thing out there right now where it's like PlayStation against uh, Microsoft. And I don't think neither one of Microsoft nor PlayStation care about what's happening. It's just the fans that think they really have money invested in these companies that are just pushing this propaganda just left and right. Like, if you don't want to play Starfield, don't play Starfield. I'm looking for I'm looking for actual information about the game because I'm excited for it. And all I can get is controversy after controversy. And it's just quite annoying in that. That's all I get to see. Somebody talking about how her uh, Spider-Man 2 has boundaries and you can't go that far out of um, New York before you got to get pulled back. And I'm just like, this is not even the same thing, guys. Like they're just pulling at stuff now. And it just seems like nobody really has an answer for actual legitimate information. It's just all about what we can, what can we make up in this moment so that we can get people to continue to engage with us and that's pretty where i was like man let me just get off twitter bro because i'm not gonna find nothing i'm actually interested in i'm just continue to find a bunch of garbage takes um and then you know you see kanye west on the boat getting <laughs> randomly i'm like like bro what is happening right now uh the world is in shambles g that's 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 Jalen boy though. <laughs> that's it. That's his boy. He, he, he can't defend himself. But yeah, um, <laughs> boy, don't don't even bring him about this poster on that boy. Finish. <laughs> that, that's your boy. Man. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, Twitter is Twitter is done for for a little bit until they calm down. I think um, a lot of the the, the, you know, the council wars are just going to, a little too crazy over there. And um, I don't see nothing else. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think Starfield's going to be a good game, but time will tell. We only got a couple more days, um, and we'll see what happened there. Um, but let's move on. I'm going to let Josh do some talking because I've been talking a little bit too much. Warframe, Josh. Give us the deets, man. Um, we know we saw Soul Frame. I guess that's like different from the Warframe. So I guess let's yeah. talk Warframe first, and then we can give a little bit about Soul Frame so we can bring the people and Jalen up to speed because he literally thought we was joking when we said Soul Frame. <laughs> but but you know I got to get Jalen up to speed. We got to go fight Captain Board together. So... Um, <laughs> Cross save now. You know that right, Jalen? You got cross save, man. You can bring your person on. As long as they yeah, know I like Warframe. Talking about hugs. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't uh, played it in a long time because I played it on my PS4. I don't have a PS5. And they don't have any way to transfer your account to anything. So finally, they're doing cross save. So when it finally comes, I'm going to jump back in. I'll probably miss like 
two years of expansions. But the main thing is about Warframe, obviously, it's a grindy game. And you're going to be doing loot and stuff like that. But I like it for the main, the story. I think it does have a really good story. Um, and with their Tenocon event, which was their uh, convention that they had recently, they talked a lot about the next expansion, which is Warframe 1999. Uh, that's Basically, it's kind of like some uh, time travel stuff where you're going to be, I don't know if it's on Earth, but it's supposed to be the year 1999 and you're playing as a human Warframe, like before they were Warframes. Um, And it's supposed to be you're trying to solve some sort of problem in the time that you have or the time is going to reset and you're going to have to redo it or something like that. So they haven't Ooh. shown a lot about the the actual story, but that's the premise. And I think Warframe does really good expansions when it focuses on like stuff like that. Um, like one of so my like, favorite is ones. It like a, oh. Is it like a one-off thing, like Death Loop? Like it's like an actual game, but it's not tied to like progression of the regular Warframe game. No, it's a. Uh... It's it's story quest like Destiny, where you okay, here's a new planet. You land on the planet, uh, you meet the new NPC, the new NPC, they show you around. But the the continuous story is good, like the cutscenes they have uh, and stuff like that. The one mm. I was mentioned is called The Sacrifice, which is really good if it focuses on like someone who like lost his son and just like explaining his journey and how he became a Warframe and the loss of his family affected how he changed into a Warframe and like them going into detail about that was very interesting uh and so i'm looking forward to this the other thing that they haven't gone into is the actual gameplay changes i don't know all of them but they're saying that they're inspired by some stuff from metal gear solid you'll be using like regular weapons like ak-47s and stuff mm-hmm. and then some you know somewhat of an earth like realistic earth setting at uh aesthetic so We'll see, um, but that comes out next year. And then Soul Frame is their new video game that they're working on, um, where they want to focus. Well, they want to mix Warframe with Dark Souls, so it's going to be a another online loot game like Warframe, but in a different setting. You, the gameplay that they show, you have like your, you know, your little dude. <laughs> He has his robes and his big sword and shield, and you're walking around the forest and fighting enemies. Uh, I think the gameplay looks okay. Like, it's, you know, obviously Dark Souls inspired. Uh, what I was saying to you, I wasn't as excited about that yet because I feel like it's not going to be out for a long time. And right. because what they've shown is very similar, at least to some stuff I've seen in Warframe. Because, like, the story that they were showing for Soul Frame is like, you're you're going through the missions and you complete an objective and then like you kind of like go into like a dream world and you're like talking to like different NPCs and friends and stuff like that. So I feel like it's not that different so far than Warframe, other than just being slow melee focused. Uh, but hopefully it's it's good. Um, but I don't... okay. No, I, what what I can say about Soul Frame because I, obviously I'm not I didn't pay attention at all to any of the Warframe stuff, um, but Soul Frame did look intriguing enough and from a technical aspect, honestly there was nothing else in there that was like 
super engaging. I liked how clean and, and the the UI was and like the customer characterization and all that good jazz. Didn't feel like I had to go to a ship and change stuff. It just it was there in the menus and you could change stuff. Um which is cool. So I I mean all they have the nail and if it's gonna be free, I have to really understand how they're planning on you know making this profitable. I mean I don't really want a lot of microtransactions or stuff like that, but if that's what they have to do to make it free, that's fine with me as long as there is a, a means to an end, a beginning to an end, and it's not like so dragged on and and um, and boring because there's a lot of grinding in the middle so they can prolong the gameplay. Um, which, I mean, unfortunately, that is the formula for Warframe. So I don't know if it's the... I don't know if it's the... Actually, I, I take that back. I don't know if that is the the formula for the story content. I know that's the formula for the game itself. So maybe if the story yeah. content is just straightforward and you just going through missions and you can finish it in like six to seven hours or eight hours, I'm fine with playing that, seeing how it is, seeing if there's any multiplayer and leaving it at that versus if it's like, oh, you get stuck in a block and it's like Anthem where you have to do like 10 different things before you can move on to the next mission. That's going to be a problem for me. So um but yeah what i saw looks good it had a lot of character to it at least from all of like the creatures people you were talking to the voice acting it looked like it had a lot of production behind it so um happy to see that they're thriving happy to see that they're doing new things because I'm, i hate a stagnant company um so i really do appreciate them actually trying something new because it is tough to bring out a new ip especially when your pre- current ip is doing so well from a uh, money and engagement perspective, you know? So I commend you Tenno. Um, but trying to get, uh, Jalen on soul frame. Yeah. See what he do. Everything's over with, isn't it? Jalen? Why is everything over with? Why is that? Why is everything cooked with you? Why can't something just be maybe, I don't know misunderstood because. a possibility something man all right, all right yeah, you're right i i say it's a possibility <laughs> but if that game anything like warframe or wireframe it's over <laughs> <laughs> you mean the, you mean you mean the the company oh, that me. made the other oh okay you talking about the company that made this game you said it better not be like anything they made before hmm that's gonna be tough i mean i I, I play I play Warframe, so I'm like I, I I gave a significant amount of time to Warframe or early on in the day, you know. But I'm not <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't take that game serious. I'm like white dude talking about giving me a hug in the middle of a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you just really? you love to harp on things, don't you? You can't let nothing go. Uh, right, I'm not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but that game was it was a, it was a couple things of Warframe like we just talked about how Anthem had like blockades and stuff. I I could be remembering this wrong, but I remember I needed something in Warframe and I didn't really know exactly where to go. Um, I was like I kept having to go back through missions to get like certain pieces and yeah, that I was building it, it was, that was, was building a frame. I don't know if it was story content, yeah, though, but I do. Yeah. So it yeah, it's some stuff you got to farm for for Warframes, but. Er, the early progression, you do have roadblocks where you have to have a requirement to turn in before you can move on. But that's all the early stuff. 
the stuff mm -hmm. after that, like when they do the story expansions, like it's literally just a separate planet that you go to. Obviously, you have to act, have access to that point in the game. Uh, you can't just start from level one. But it's a brand new planet. You just land there and do that stuff. So if you want to ignore the other stuff, the problem is you do have to get through the early game, which is mostly grind before you get to the story. So eventually what, they might be that. You know, well, yeah, why we got through like sixty percent of that. Buy, why you can't just buy something to get you to the to the end game? Yeah, that's why I was. Uh, I'm like, it, it was just taking time, and I'm like, I'm man, I'm falling asleep on this game again, bro. I don't. And then, like, my weapons not leveled up and stuff like that. And then I had to. That's I what would I think they would have, too. like, something that they can, like, it. boost you to, like, the expansion level or something. I mean, because, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not like uh, you have to do it, but if you want to do it, I guess. Yeah, that makes nah. that makes sense. The, the problem, at least, it's not, like, a light level like Destiny. There is no level because all your Warframes, the max level is 30. And then after that, it's just all about your collection. So if you were to buy an account jump or skip, it would just have to they give you a whole bunch of weapons and materials. Like, that would be the account skip. That's It's not just raise your level. Ooh. I mean, I feel like they should be able to give you the materials or, give, or have some type of base guns or or base mods or something that go on there. Because, I like I said, I remember my stuff was at level 20. My Warframe was like at level, I think at the time it was 20 or 30 or something like that. But I was in there getting scraped because I ain't had to write mods and stuff to adequately go through the level. And Jalil talking about, yeah, it's just mods, it's just mods. And I'm like, bro, I'm not going to go through these levels trying to farm some mods and stuff like that or do these little hold the point challenges and all that type <laughs> of stuff. And and then, look, don't get me started yeah. on when you hold the point and you choose not to leave, extract that <laughs> at a certain point, and then you go to the next thing and get scraped and you walk out with nothing. I'm like, bro, I'm not doing this, man. Like, this game is taking way too much time and I keep falling asleep playing it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't got time to go through multiple biosignatures. That, 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 We've got that people right? is Jalen's review. And I keep falling asleep on it. <laughs> Don't let that be the word no to come out his mouth here. on your game. Because then there's right. a problem. <laughs> and then I can't fall asleep on it. <laughs> bro, I didn't, I didn't play Warframe where I be doing the quotes and stuff in the game, bro. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, what did she say? Multiple biosignatures detected. We've got infested. Right? <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. No one knows you're here. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, Warframe, Warframe was 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 a a labor of of love for Josh, and we was trying very hard. And I I remember Josh telling me about the people and the robots and how they had to sell their arms. I thought that stuff was cool. We just couldn't play it until we could we couldn't play it until you know we got up higher levels and then like well, I remember we had to kept going back and fighting the same mission to try to get like a frame piece or whatever and at that point I think we stopped but um but yeah, yeah like I said I, I was I interested in the end game stuff cause it's from let Josh tell it that game was better than uh it's like the new best thing since sliced bread and I, I <laughs> wanted to see where the story started and like you know where it, it got good I could tell they put some effort into it. Um, 
from a lot of the stuff that I was seeing, I just like, you know, it's like a time investment. And at that point we just coming off of destiny and I really wasn't ready yeah. to put no time investment into nothing else. Truly. I was trying to like see something cool, play it for a little bit, get off. And unfortunately that was one of those situations where we had to put a little too much into it at the beginning to get to the good stuff. So we had tried again yeah, like, once cross say it comes. I don't even know where I played it. I think I played on the PlayStation. I don't remember. Um, I, was, I was on a PlayStation back in, in 2013 with it. I'm like, bro, I can't keep playing the same mission to get 10 pieces of copper and I need 100. Like, I'm not playing this mission the same time, bro. Like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. But um, no. Nah. But they want you to play with friends, so it takes less time. But yeah. Man, hey, nah, bro. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I already did. Nah, Josh was swooping through those fields, though. When we was playing with Josh, it made it a lot faster. I remember I was trying to play it alone. And then I think I started playing with Jaleel, and Jaleel got me through a few missions quickly. Because they were just going through, sipping through everything, cutting stuff down, and I'm over there shooting my little guns. Um, But, yeah, I mean... It did give you that feeling of, oh, man, I want to catch up with them. But I was like, bro, I ain't going to never catch up with them. It's like too much of a large gap. I'm not going to keep doing this over and over and over. So I kind of lost to the wayside there. But enough Josh is really like Warframe. He played it on the Switch well, and he played it on the PS4. Like, nah, Josh <laughs> was tripping when he played on the Switch. I was like, bro, you is <laughs> tripping. That just looked like mud. <laughs> Across the screen, I said those JPEGs look even worse. The things has got the big block pixels. I was like, I don't know what Josh was thinking. He played that track. He got the he. I remember he wanted the like the the exclusive Nintendo Switch um, skin. And now that they did crossplay, hopefully all that stuff kind of like merges, so you can still have that stuff. But who knows um, how that works. But they did. Uh, for, fortunately, they did do cross save now, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but let's move on because we've been talking way too much about war, war nasty um, armor core. I want to visit that back because I I kind of want to give Josh a task. How would you convince me to play this game, Josh? Mm-hmm. What is something you think mm-hmm. is cool that I would enjoy or the general masses would enjoy? That they would actually want to pick this up because it's got an 86 on Metacritic, and generally I'm thinking this is a good game, and I like tough games. That's the challenge for me. So, um, outside of tough being tough, what do you think would get people to want to play? Yeah, convince me because I was looking. I know personalities and tastes very well because I can recommend it to general audiences, but to sell it to (laughs) y'all, that's a tall order. Because let's see, Army Corps. If do you like Gundam or do you like Titanfall or do you like Evangelion? And I like. Yeah, do you like? All right, you like Titanfall. Okay, Mm -hmm. why do you like Titanfall? Is it for the story and characters or? Is it for the combat and the robots? Because if Probably it's for the story the and the characters, robots. the combat and the robots not, simply because, uh, yeah, it's combat and robots because that I really that's what I really enjoy. I like crushing people with my mech. I like getting in the mech and then just taking people down. Um, I like running people down with the mech. Um, but in general, I liked how powerful you felt in the mech but i also like that it was first person uh, uh-huh. yeah yeah right. so I'll good wait. because oh go ahead oh, go ahead Joe. 
Why you uh, Why you like Gundam? Man, I'm actually moving already. No, <laughs> why do you, nobody care about Char and his uh, reincarnations, whatever you want to call him, a ripoff. <laughs> nah, but I, I, I always thought like like robots and stuff was like cool. Um, you know, like custom Robo, um, Gundam. I used to want to play Zone of the Enders. Uh, I used to even mm-hmm. play a little bit of this game called like I think it's your. Uh, it's a it's an anime. It's like a wreck of seven and stuff. But I anything with like robots and oh, stuff yeah, like that I used to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to be interested in that stuff. I'm not gonna say I'm as interested, but um, I still always appreciate like a good you know robot and stuff like that. As long as they ain't moving like you know ashy and they kind of like mobile and <laughs> stuff like that. But I mean, if they <laughs> just kind of like stiff and you know they moving like big O or something like that, then I mean you know then you boy like, all right. So it just depends. I mean. But. Yeah, so I mean that's good because I was gonna say if you're looking for story and characters, it, you're not getting nothing like that from Armor Core. It's less but story. But you don't get none of that from From Software, so I guess we already knew that. That was like a I guess well, that was like a more of a it's less. Like it's less. <laughs> Whatever you get in Dark Souls divided by two, that's what you get in Armor Core. Oh, it's like God. at least in Dark Souls, like they have item descriptions and blah 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 did this like maybe you can find some story in there just from playing mm-hmm. uh but armor core there's none of that it's like here's your mission we want you to blow up this tank go and then you go and you blow up the Oof. tank sometimes you run into like the random like super strong robot and you fight them mm-hmm. uh the good thing about armor core i would say is the one y'all all play uh souls games and i'll say like this one is the best feeling like as far as movement because like it's a very fast game but like it's very responsive like you press jump you jump instantly you can fly the movement and dodges are all very fast so the movement of the game feels good so i would say better than like what you say about dark souls because a lot of people say like dark souls feels too slow or clunky and stuff like that but like Mm -hmm. you don't have that problem at all uh the second thing i say the best thing is that it's it's all about builds. Every piece of equipment that you have is going to change your robot in like a big way. Like the default one, you can carry a whole bunch of heavy weapons. But like right now, I'm using a, a very light one where I can't hold a lot of weapons, but I can fly very fast and my energy like recharge is super fast. So the whole point is to figure out what builds you want to do and try to to you know fight the bosses. The problem is it's a from software game and that the they want you to experiment and buy a whole bunch of equipment and have a bunch of different builds for different situations but the game is not going to teach you into that that basically it does have like tutorial and training mode but like if you're trying to figure out the difference between an energy weapon and a ballistic weapon and like how that affects different bosses you gonna struggle and that's the problem that a lot of people are having is that they go into a boss fight and they can't beat the boss and they don't understand how and they have to experiment on their own and look up builds and like how am i gonna make myself you know a super slow tank but i can do one giant attack and kill the boss in one second like that's the whole point of armor core figuring out the different builds um all that being said i like it a lot it's it's a very it's hard to describe like how fast and good the combat feels and especially after you've like customized and tried different weapons and you go out there and you feel like it's a really big difference Uh, because they added melee weapons to it and the melee weapon is like you dash into the enemy kind of like the dragon ball z dash 
like Dragon Ball Fighters, where you dash at the the player, and then you hit him with your sword. So like it feels very fast and fun. Um, what do you think? Um, what yeah. do you think is being missed in regards to um, two things, builds? three things? Or, or well, not like not missing in the game, but missing from people being able to understand what is happening in the game and how to compete yeah. effectively. Like, um, what do you think is missed? So, three things. But like, you you've played Forza, and like in Forza games or even Gran Turismo, you can customize your car and like you can change your engine and stuff like that. Right. But like you. Like, I personally don't know the differences between different tires and different engines and things like that oh, in Forza. Okay. And to learn that stuff, you have to, you know, like, read the tool tips and, mm-hmm. and like, really study and learn the differences between these parts. And, like, you have to know that stuff in order to perform well. Just like in Forza, if I put the wrong tires on my car and I go on, onto a map where these tires suck and I don't know that, I'm going to be at a disadvantage. So right. it's the same thing with Armor Core. You have to learn all of the different stats and armor pieces. Uh, the mm-hmm. second th- the second and third thing are related, but it's just uh, like Sekiro is difficult, but the game is very clean. The animations are very like readable and you can naturally pick up on this stuff. Armacore is not that. It has a bunch of UI on the screen. The screen is cluttered with a bunch of different bars and ammo and energy meters and stuff like that. So it doesn't have clean UI. And the second thing is that the game is very fast and enemies fly. So you, you're going to be struggling with the camera because like if, if the boss can fly around like a as fast as a bee and then spin around you and then fly over your head you have to move your camera and keep keep up with it and like there's no mm-hmm. way around it like you can lock onto them but mm-hmm. they're when they dodge the dodge can get them out of the lock on so you have to find them again so that's the problem that a lot of people are ha- having like if you watch the first tutorial boss fight online or something like that you'll it's a helicopter and watching people fight the helicopter and not being able to like find it in the air because it's too fast is like the problem. <laughs> Do you think it's fair? I'm not having a problem with it. <laughs> I so I'll put it this way: it has two lock-ons. It has a soft lock-on. As long as you look in directly, like at their direction, it'll soft lock-on. And then it has a hard lock-on where it will, you know, put the circle around them and hard lock onto them. It's just switching between the two because you can't just use. The heart lock on all the time because they'll lose, leave your view and then now you not be able to find them. Mm. Um, I, so I think it's fair. It, it's taking a lot to get used to, but if you ever play any other robot game like this, other than like Titanfall, because it's first person, like if you play Gundam or any other mech game, it's this similar thing. Controlling a robot that can fly and move very fast is is different. You have to learn how to do it. Just like if I play like a flight simulator. I got to learn how to fly a helicopter. Like, it's going to feel confusing because flying a helicopter on a controller is, like, weird. (laughs) Right. But then once you get the hang of it, it becomes a lot easier. Okay. Um, I'm sold. I'm going to get it. Congratulations. Do you think (laughs) this or Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge was harder? I'll say Ninja Gaiden... And Sekiro, for me personally, were the two hardest like action games I ever played. 
No, I don't Ninja think Gaiden 3. That's why I always say it because it it sucked. Um, yeah. But what do you? So but you no, think I don't this think this is... is as hard as that uh, okay. yet. I haven't fought like the the really difficult bosses that people are talking about. But the difference is Ninja Gaiden. You have perfect execution execution on everything. For this is just basically about knowledge, like how to build the right robot. And once you have the right build, you just go out there and do it. Like I don't mm-hmm. think it's that hard. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So oh, um, uh, one oh. of the my bad two things that y'all not gonna like. Uh, you have to replay missions to earn money. Uh, cause parts are expensive and just playing the main story, you're not gonna have enough part money to keep buying stuff. And then the second thing is that it's not, uh, jank, but I know that y'all don't like jank specifically and y'all gonna hate the camera. <laughs> so it'd be rapping. It'd be, it'd be spinning. It'd be made. It'd be basically, is it, do it feel like it's skipping frames At- to catch up? No, I mean performance is smooth. Like on, even on PC is really good. I mm-hmm. played at one twenty, and on consoles it's at sixty. Like performance is not the issue. It's just like I don't, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm have to see y'all a clip. But if you see how fast the robots move, and if you imagine y'all both, <laughs> if you find a boss that can move as fast as you, like you are going to be literally spinning in circles, and you have to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. How much time do you, does it take to like, uh, like assemble or build? Like, is that like a do you spend a significant amount of time doing any of that type of stuff, or is it kind of more straightforward? Um, in the beginning, no, because you don't have a lot of options. Like, you got a tiny bit of money, and it's only like one or two things to buy in the store. So, in the beginning, you're just testing out different stuff. Like, I want a shotgun, I want a sniper type thing, and then eventually once you're further in the game and the shop is full of like hundreds of items then yeah it's going to take more time but it's not i'll say it's like i said it's not mandatory but definitely when you get to a boss fight and it's a boss that can like shoot you with a laser from across the screen you're gonna have to figure out what is gonna help me either get close to that boss or what is gonna be able to help me fight him from super far away and so from that point yeah you're gonna have to do a little bit of like research and, and stuff like that but how long is the missions the missions are super quick like five minutes okay i was heard yeah, I was hearing people like playing for like 30 minutes and then they had to restart and they was getting upset so i was like mm, that's mm, no the the boss fights maybe but the difference about this one and the old games is that in the old games you didn't have checkpoints at least in this one, if you get to a boss, they're going to give you a checkpoint right in front of the boss. Mm. Okay. Uh, but is there any exploration in this game? Nope. <laughs> okay, straight to the point. So it's just action-packed then, I would think, right? Like, yeah, it's just a a big arena, you know, a big square arena. It has mm. a couple objectives for the, the main mission. And then some missions that will have, like, a boss on the on the map that you have to go to and fight but it's not like an open world game uh each mission is you load into a different area okay. yeah it's gonna be something i have to try i don't know when but it's like more yeah, so I'll say try feel it. it um but it, it's fun i say it's definitely worth giving it a try uh, you know you know once it's on sale see if you like this type of game uh y'all might enjoy it a lot but yeah it's 
it's difficult to mm. to learn all of that like uh, stuff about like how to build the robot. Okay. All right. Well, appreciate it. Um, give us a little more insight um, for sure. But I'm gonna go to Jalen. Jalen, you want you gonna get you a, a PlayStation Portal? If you don't know what PlayStation I've seen Portal a little is, bit about that is. Okay. And I was wondering what I didn't. I didn't. I started to look into it, but um, what did I read about it? Uh, it was just real, real brief. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna get it. Is it just something that like streams the PS5, or is it like actually its own thing, like its own personal? It just like, got specific games for streams ps5 so you gotta own a ps5 but it streams it through over wi-fi in or out the house where you can play your ps5 games but you have that functionality on your phone if you really wanted it to yeah no i'm i won't get one of those because anytime i'm out the house i'm not playing it so yep um so the players support i'm gonna give you guys a quick rundown of what this is what it is capable of and the gimmicks behind it so um this game is not a cloud-based game you cannot play their cloud-based games on this playstation portal you can even though they're doing a push for cloud gaming you cannot do that you have to own the ps5 and it has to be in resp ode to stream these games to the playstation portal in or outside your house it's over wi-fi it's 1080p 60 fps the thing about this thing is, is that you think that's where it will stop, you know, like, oh, oh man, you, you can't really use the PlayStation outside. You can't use cloud gaming is really only one function thing for two hundred dollars. Oh, OK, that's OK. But then they slap on the fact that this thing does not have Bluetooth in this modern day and age you cannot use bluetooth headphones with this you have to buy an extra two hundred dollars headset if you want wireless headphones to work with this thing i mean you can do wired because it has a 3.5 milliliter jack because all controllers have 3.5 millimeter jacks but you cannot use wireless headbuds with this thing and in a digital age of it being 2023 um, I think Sony is just, to put it plainly, pretty slow. Um, I don't know who this is for. I literally can do this with my Steam Deck using Chiaki. Um, maybe not take it out the house, but I really wouldn't be playing my PlayStation 5 games outside the house most of the time. I am not that dedicated. And there's plenty of other things to do outside the house than play PlayStation on a portable PlayStation. Um, so yeah, this is like most useful, most useful aspect of this thing is to play it in bed. I, unfortunately, I already have that functionality and it's free. So $399 Steam Deck that does way more or $199 touchscreen with two controllers on with with a controller on it um yeah i'm gonna go start on the battery life oh my god it is the same battery life of a dual shot controller and 
I mean, a, a dual sense controller, and trust me, it's not good. It has the haptics, it has all those. So it just knows it's killing that battery faster than you can think. Um, I don't know who this is for. Let me, let me, let me open it up to the floor. What do you guys think about the PlayStation portal? And well, well let me start here. What's one positive you can think of about this PlayStation portal being on the market? You ain't got to worry about, uh, you can be away from your PS5 without having to worry about the low battery DualShock 5 dying. <laughs> it's still going to die. But because that is now just a touch controller to the touch screen, and that is a, as a dual sense. So but I'm, I'm trying to be positive here. I'm not okay. just I want to eat you up. You're right. You're right. Nah, Josh, what about you? <laughs> positive uh i mean yeah since they they said they're not using bluetooth or whatever they're using like a direct link to the system kind of like the wii u gamepad and that means streaming it will should be ideally very good like uh with very little latency and then image wise should look good and it's going to run at 60 hopefully so that means you should have a good experience playing on this even if like your wi-fi situation at home is not the, the best since it has a more direct connection to the PS5, that's good. Uh, and that's it. Um, so, I want to make sure I double check, but I think the direct link is only meant for Bluetooth audio devices, not the game. I think the game itself, you have to have Wi-Fi. And it goes through a Wi-Fi connection. So requires a broadband internet Wi-Fi with at least five megabytes for use. For better PlayStation experience, a high-speed connection of at least fifteen megabytes is recommended. The oh, I mean, Jalen, you might want to buy this. So the wireless audio is the only thing that's going to be using the new PlayStation uh, software. <laughs> um. Honestly, watch your game skip. Uh, listen to your game skip frames. <laughs> honestly, it 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 feels as if it is the biggest cash grab I've ever seen in my life, and it's worthless in a lot of aspects. But I do like the simplicity of picking something up and having my game move with me, but. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I have built things in my life that will be able to do that for me without having a problem. Like that Steam Deck is my ultimate streaming machine because it's low latency, it truly has a good connection, and I love how great it feels when I'm playing any game, either I'm streaming it from my PC, streaming it from my Xbox, or streaming it from my PlayStation, I set up all my consoles on it except for the Switch, and I really enjoy it because it's fun and it's easy. Um, if I and, and and I love that feature, but if I didn't have that feature, I'd be looking for it elsewhere. But I would want yeah. that form factor to be more than just one thing. And now, unfortunately, it's literally just one thing. Like it doesn't have cloud gaming. It doesn't have me to give me the ability to not play games I own, or even the games I own through cloud. 
Like, do I can I pull up Remote Play, stream the cloud game, and then stream that cloud game to my PlayStation Portal? It seems like the, it seems like there's going to be a hassle when literally they can make an app for cloud gaming, allow this device only to be that one device that can do that, or even give it to just Android and um, app applications. I mean Android and allow it to work because this is nothing but an Android tablet stuck to a DualSense. Like literally, they they have already uncovered that. So, I don't know, man. Uh, $200 is crazy yeah. to me. Um, and it, I honestly don't feel like it's worth it, but yeah, I, I was trying yeah, to find something positive. The thing I was going to say, I'm looking at it like I like the Vita and the PSP, and I wish that they had another handheld. I'll be interested into it. So, mm -hmm. but this doesn't solve any of those needs. Like, um, the control, the thing itself, like I hate the form factor that is just the screen on the controllers. And like, I think about mm -hmm. trying to store this or carry it around <laughs> and don't be awful. Cause like, if it's you ever awful. put your controller in like a bag, like that mug is not going to work when you take it out. <laughs> yeah, that mug is awful, uh, dude. And this thing is going to be terrible. And you know, the, the sticks are going to stop working after three months. And <laughs> Sony is not very good at letting you repair the parts yourself. You're going to have to send that mug into the uh and get your warranty fix <laughs> at, at least with the steam deck like if you want to buy the part yourself you can just buy it online and replace it but yeah yeah this this 200 dollars down the drain if you have the money to waste to to use it like i'm sure there'd be some people to have fun with it but like there are way better options to play playstation games in your house <laughs> And with the whole, I think I seen something new came out with the Steam Deck getting an upgrade on its um, its screen. Like a lot of people were buying and, and modding their thing. Oh, to replacing like, the screen. Yeah. yeah, replacing the screen to have a better picture. Like I don't need nothing else. So. It's oh tough. yeah, and the PlayStation Portal right? Say that again. It's not OLED, right? The PlayStation Portal. Um, no, it's just it's an LCD screen. Okay. No, I would think that would be a positive. It was like an OLED screen with like very good um, color contrast. Like mm -hmm. from what I can tell, it's a very standard 1080p LCD screen. Yeah. Um. Moving on. Um, have you heard about the whole um, Baldur's Gate three X two and three being rushed or feeling like it's too buggy? Have you heard about that? <laughs> I I have. If you want to introduce it, it, I can talk about it, I guess. Well, yeah, well, I was looking online and I've seen a lot of articles popping up about Baldur's Gate and bugs and missing content becoming a problem as more players near the end. I understand that this game is big, um, but I've seen like um, IGN had an article and, and they had something going on. Game is amazing, but Act 3 is a disaster. I don't know what's going on, but it feels like Act 3 wasn't tested at all. Right now, I have 11 quests under Baldur's Gate section. Six out of them cannot be completed. Some of them bugged out at the end of the quest. Some of them are dead almost at the beginning. At this point, I'm afraid of playing more. If I won't be able to complete more than half of the side quests, some of them I play part in the main story, so it's even worse. Hmm. A lot of people are upset. Um, what do you think, Josh? Um, 
yeah for not not just this company but like rpgs uh, like pc rpgs a lot of them end up like this where mm-hmm. the, the not not to say that the games are are supposed to be buggy but like when they come out that since the games are so big they're gonna have a lot of bugs and they mm-hmm. fix them over time and after a year they always update the game to like a definitive edition which is gonna have all the updates all the fixes and the extra dlc witcher did it um i guess cyberpunk is now doing it but like a lot of these rpgs do that and for this company specifically the last two games you know they had some bugs and stuff but they fixed them and they put out free dlc and then put out like the director's cut or enhanced edition for free for people Mm -hmm. who already owned it uh so i i think that is to not say it should be expected but it's kind of normal i guess for a lot of these pc rpgs Mm. that being said uh act two and act three probably were not tested at all because they had early access and they had early access people playing it and testing it and fixing the game but they only could play act one so act one is pretty good without many bugs and stuff like that because that's the Part that was tested the most it had the most people playing it but nobody played act two and three in early access so the game is gonna be uh more buggy uh that being said since i'm not playing the game right now i can be to it specifically but they've been releasing patches every week and stuff so i think it will get better over time and they will fix it but yeah i guess if you can wait uh and it's a long rpg anyway so like wait a month or two maybe even longer we'll see but they should fix all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. There, there has. I been guess some... that what I want to say is that the positive thing is that they don't leave the game buggy like some companies. They actually fix it, but it will take time. <laughs> yeah, I've seen something about Mithra. She's been getting fixed. I guess some of her lines were bugged um, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I have seen stuff come out for bugs. Um, do you feel like this should be a knock to their? to their scores do you think that this should be even nest like this should this even be a thing do you think or do you because th- remember when we played cyberpunk and we was like man it's buggy but it's fun and it's good it's enjoyable do you feel mm-hmm. like because some of the bugs may be game breaking that they should deserve a knock or no um i mean sure if you can't complete the game you can't complete the main quest and you gotta mm-hmm. like start over then yeah like sure that's a a terrible experience you can't finish the game uh if there's some side quest that you can't finish i i personally don't don't mind maybe i just don't do that side quest right now or wait for them to fix it and then i finish it mm-hmm. uh but it, it depends like with cyberpunk i felt the game behind all the bugs was still good enough that mm-hmm. any bugs i can overlook them but it, that's gonna depend person to person i guess gotcha uh yeah, but I, I think that if you play Act 1 so much and liked it a lot, then it might suck to, I guess, like have to wait for bugs fixes. But I think the game at its core is probably still worth the praise. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of mixed on this, honestly. I think... Um... I was never going to get to it soon, so I I can't have it. I don't have a stake in this game, but I think that someone purchasing the game should have the right to be able to finish it without any critical bugs. 
Um, a lot of people were able to finish it or maybe they pretended to finish because a lot of reviews got them out and they were saying that they were that finished it. Um, but for it to be like a big problem for some, it tells me, hmm, maybe not. Um, so we'll see. I think um, the game being so large is bound to have some glitches, some issues, but um, I give them the benefit of the doubt because honestly, I was going to wait and... I think what they provided already, like they, they, they provided three games for the price of one, to be honest. Act one itself is a, <laughs> it's a game in its own. Yeah, I've and seen then, people talking about 20, 30 hours for Act one. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like they, they kind of gave you enough, but I don't want to give them like that much of a slide because it is still a bad thing, but um, you are getting your money's worth when it comes to this, these RPGs that really are having a lot of replayability and things like that, so... Um, bear with them as they fix the game. Don't give them a slide, but um, you have to understand that some of these games are so large that they can't test everything. Okay, well that's um, not that's the what I wanted to kind of cover off on Baldur's Gate. Um, Super Mario's Wonders got a direct next week, Josh, and this is a game that I'm actually excited about. So, 10 a.m. October 30. I mean August 31st. Um, be there or be square. Do you think this game is enough to put Nintendo back on a mess? I know I'm just playing on the map. <laughs> do you think this is a do you think this is a good game to look forward to? Do we think that this is a game for Jalen? This is a game for the masses. Do you think what are your thoughts about this, Jalen? Do you do you find yourself getting excited for Super Mario Bros. Wonder? Do you think they're wanna, them adding a new element Mario. to the game is going to be interesting? Have you seen anything about it? Do you know anything about it, or not? Nah, really? not just why. <laughs> nah, we we had. I think I talked about this on the last po- or not the last podcast, but one of the uh, more recent ones. Um. I'm trying to think. Maybe it was a week or two ago. It might um, have been. It might have been last week too. Yeah, it's one of the games that I was potentially interested in getting. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably, I probably won't get it, but yeah, I potentially interested in getting. Um, probably it's just because of the price threshold. I'm not, I'm not doing that. But the fact that they changed up the formula with Mario a little bit, um, I guess it kind of particularly caught my interest because, as you guys know. I'm going to like to harp and complain about things. And I got tired of them making new Super Mario Bros. And those games been insane. They add another little gimmick to it. But you still go through the same eight worlds. You got your desert world, your lava world, your ice world, all that type of stuff. And they've been doing this for the past at least 10 years. Or they started with the DS when they made it in like 2004 or something like that. But they kept this repetitive mm-hmm. trend or whatever. So seeing as though they try something a little bit different, um, it gives me a little bit... Uh, make me feel a little bit better and the way they're doing things, it kind of seemed a little bit more interesting. Um, I haven't seen any gameplay in it for a little bit of time, but I did remember watching a couple of videos about the game and, um, you know, well, I didn't, I didn't spend, watch a couple of videos. I might've watched like one or two videos and stuff and kind of like when they was revealing it, but it wasn't nothing, you know, I just thought it was a little bit more interesting though. Cause they, it's the new super Mario bros game. And they're doing something different, just a little bit more different than what they were doing the other one. So I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all step in the right direction. Nah, I agree. Um, 
and that's why I was like, okay, this might be something me and Karina could play because she's not really good at the 3D aspect of it. Maybe 2D might be a little bit better for her. Um, a little mm-hmm. bit more interesting, some some new mechanics that we can enjoy together. It's obviously, these are like the king of co- co-op um, local player games. Like, my, I don't know who bought nobody that do it better than Nintendo. Um, so, I was like, I, I give it a shot. I mean, but at the same time, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just thinking of, like, as he stated, the, the the cost versus the what you're gonna get like is this enough to and that's kind of why I want to watch the Nintendo Direct is it enough for me to feel like I'm not getting scammed and I could just buy a older version still sixty dollars but I, I could buy an older version or something like that that might be a little bit better or um, if this is gonna be the one that really makes it feel like oh they should really get that sixty out of me because um, I ain't gonna lie I mean I, I just don't. I don't care to be spending that much money on a game that I potentially might not play that often and um, has little to little to low replay replayability. I understand that they like to do collectibles and all that good jazz, but you played it once you played it, you know, you played it enough. You played it once you played it as many times as they're going to probably try to shove it down your throat. But, um, but yeah, I want to give it the benefit of the doubt because it looked very interesting. I like the art style, I like how they updated a few things, and um, I want to see some of the new powers and things that he can do because that's the joy of it. It's just kind of exploring and experimenting with this these types of worlds. So, any excitement from you on the um, Mario front, Josh? Uh, no, no. <laughs> personally, I I played this new Super Mario like. Uh, games on the DS and the Wii, and mm-hmm. they they were okay. Uh, but I I liked the 3D world a lot more. I feel like it mm-hmm. captured the same idea of like you know platforming through the world. But since it was 3D, it gave an extra obviously extra dimension to the game. Uh, mm-hmm. It made it more fun. So then returning to 2D is fine. But I would never play this game like by myself. Like I just because I the last one I bought. Uh, for the Wii U, I didn't even finish it. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah I it, prefer the three D three D Mario experience. But it is fun co op. Like I, I really like playing three uh, D world uh, co op with y'all. So yeah, okay. Well, um, let's kind of move into our next. I I mean we got well, I think we got like two more topics. All right, let's talk about Sea of Stars. So, it came out today, right? 29th, right? Yes, I think so. So, it's, it's getting some good reviews, Josh. I know the last time you mentioned this, you were talking about it being like, um, I forget what clone it was, but... Um, Chrono Trigger. Oh, Chrono Trigger, right. So, now that it came out, we saw some reviews for it. People are... 10 and 10 out of 10 in this game down up and down um what are we thinking it's a demo did y'all play the demo anybody play the demo i have not played the demo because this is you know not a good time to release your game but it's a good game so it can you know <laughs> find its own audience but i'm not gonna have time to touch for a while 
Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, a lot of people at least were saying in the reviews that it's obviously it's fans of those old games like Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger. Mm -hmm. They're putting in the work to like go further than that and make the game better, not just like copy, you know, what came before. Uh, which is which is always good to hear because I played a lot of RPGs like I am said to know that that says it's Chrono Trigger inspired, but it's like a worse clone than Chrono Trigger. It's like why wouldn't I just play Chrono Trigger? Um, so I'm interested in that at least. Uh, the mm. art style and the music is what got me interested at first, but seeing that the story and the I guess the overall world does go someplace is good. Uh, I can't find out how long it is. Oh, 30 hours? hours. Well, uh, 30 hours. Um, so it's, I mean, 30 hours is not a short time, but it's not 50. So I might might be able to play it, but we'll see. What did you uh, see about Sea of Stars, the answer, Angela? Um... I didn't see much about it outside of the good scores. Like, honestly, I don't know much about it. I, uh, I, I kind of wanted to get pick your brain and kind of get some information on it. But I mean, when you explain Chrono Trigger, honestly, I don't know much about Chrono Trigger. So what I'm looking at now is just demo information. It, it looks like turn-based RPG, kind of Final well, Fantasy-ish. Yeah. Um, I think Trigger this is, game is not it, Chrono Trigger is turn based, but it has some uh, uh, real time elements to it, mm -hmm. uh, where your positioning and the attacks that you do do actually move you around. So it's not like you just standing, you know, in your spot. You never move, kind of like Persona. But anyways, that they're saying that the combat in this one is a lot more fast paced and a lot more active. So it's not strictly like a. a turn-based RPG, uh, that makes it more interesting that you can get creative and the combat can challenge you and mm -hmm. you like you're not not just picking menus all the time. Um, and it has a lot of customization as far as like equipment and classes and stuff like that. Uh, IGN gave it an 8, but the 8 is actually the lowest I've seen so far for it. Yep. Most uh, like, yeah, higher. Most are given 10 out of 10s and like 9s. So, um, yeah, it's one of those games that if I have some time to play at some point, it might be a, it, it might be a, um, a Steam Deck game that I just play occasionally. Um, but it's probably never going to get beaten. So, it'd probably be one of those games that that you know I, I i play periodically but never beat it so it's it's, it's it is what it is you finna download the demo yeah i'm gonna play it this weekend on the plane oh okay 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 look at look at look at them playing video games and whatnot what can i say i like games what can i say, say? chrono trigger chrono trigger chrono trigger chrono trigger yeah. <laughs> uh Anything else? I mean, I you know, I'm going to see Equalizer 3 this weekend. They gave it an 8 out of 10 on IGN. Um, <laughs> I got to see my man's Denzel beat up on some more folks. Uh, it's hilarious and always the greatest. So, uh, um, no, I'm not going to see any movies. Um, 
honestly, I don't even know what's coming out for the rest of the year. It ain't nothing good. I mean, I don't know. Outside of like, I mean, Doom got pushed back. Um, I don't think there's anything else that I was like super, super interested in. There's like a lot of catch up I got to do, but no um, movies that I was like, oh, this is good. I really want to see the Jennifer Lawrence movie that came out. I don't remember. I don't even know what it's called. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't really have anything else. Equalizer. Uh, yeah, the you want to see Equalizer 3? Yeah. You said again? He going to see Equalizer 3. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like saying that movies, but I, I did enjoy uh, I did. I can't say. I don't remember seeing the, the first one all the way. Um, I did enjoy the second one, but I mean, you can't go wrong with hearing Denzel remarks and stuff. He's just dog walking people, right? You like, man, this dude always got something smart to say, and man, back it up, bro. Gotta love yeah, it. Bro. He, he out there with his watch, man. He out yeah, there with the watch. You time and stuff, Seven seconds. Wait, he about to, he about to chop, chop. Get ready to chop, chop. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know. There's nothing else. Like, the Marvels is coming out in November. Um... There's nothing really that I'm interested in. Oh, I did want to see Napoleon, but um, that come out on my birthday. No, no, I don't. Um, but I do want to see Napoleon. Want to see hmm? You don't want to see Aquaman? Um, no, not really. But I mean, I didn't want to see any of the other movies either. So I, didn't, I haven't seen Flash. Haven't seen Blue Beetle, even though they said Blue Beetle is a good time. That's probably the only one I give a shot because I don't have any like I don't have any uh, like expectations, and I don't find yeah. it to have any like ties to the universe at all right now. So I'm fine with watching it. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me. I mean, I anything else that I was. Um, going to mention was that I'm I'm kind of interested in playing Avatar now. After I seen that um showcase they did for that game, I was like, yeah, hmm. the last Airbender game that they come out with. Nah, the, the Pandora no. game. You be soft. You be nasty. Um, doing a doing a game for them. Um, but it you looked at actually. Back in. I'm back in, baby. I said. <laughs> Blue people, Far Cry blue people. Uh, count me in. Uh, I was like the foliage, but um, overall, I like the I like the verticality aspect of the game. I was like, man, that might be cool to actually just be trip, you know, flying around in that game. But I feel like I'm just gonna get stuck in a Ubisoft cycle, and I'm like, man, this ain't gonna be fun. I just wanted to see it be more unique than what they normally put out. And I feel like they're going to just use a lot of, they're going to cover all the mechanics up with nice foliage and big, large people. But at the end of the day, it's the still the same game, but, um, it looked good. It looked nice. Um, I, I felt like the, 
the this showing was a lot more cleaner. I, I guess it's because it was the PC one being shown off, but it didn't feel jittery. It didn't look like it was like dropping frames. It didn't feel like it was janky. It felt smooth. It felt like the animations were, you know, polished. Um, and yeah, I really liked it. The whole, you know, riding on some of the animals, riding on the, the um, flying wing. I forget what they call them. Um, but everything else looked like that, that, that aspect of it looked cool. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll try it. I like the avatar world. Um, but I don't know if I want to spend no, I'm not going to spend no $80 on it. Obviously. I mean, 69.99 on it. So it's probably gonna be one of those games that I pick up bargain bin later down the line. But, um, we'll see cause Ubisoft games usually don't come to steam. And they have to go through that you play thing, so I'm not gonna pick it up on the play Steam. I'm gonna have to play it on my Xbox. It program. might, but I don't know, cause um, recently they've been transferring their stuff to Steam, but not all games. So it could mm-hmm. be a possibility, but yeah, I wouldn't want to buy it on you play either. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to do that at all. So, um. So yeah, I mean, it, it depends. Maybe I just get that subscription for a month. Cause I think it's like. Six ninety nine or eight ninety nine, and just play it a little bit and see if I enjoy it and go from there. Um, because it is a Ubisoft Plus um, day one title, so subscriptions are the future, baby. Just get ready for it. Um, hopefully they don't try to lock you into a contract. No, you gotta play. You gotta pay twenty four months. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I I can see Ubisoft Plus putting up, pulling off some stuff like that. They said, "No, you gotta sign this contract, Playboy." Like, what you mean contract, bro? It's it's cancel anytime. Said, not over here. <laughs> not this way. Not over here, boy. We don't know tricks. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I ain't really have much. Anything y'all wanted to cover off on, or are we good? Uh, when that Starfield review gonna be ready, Deontay? <laughs> uh, first thing out, baby. You, you got a you got a couple of days off, right? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a couple of days off. You know, don't get me wrong. I might I might have that bug out by Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I just might have a little short ready for y'all. I'll tell y'all a little about my what I played on my Sunday. Uh, give me y'all okay. a little of that. Here. My flavor. Here, here first, first uh, <laughs> unbiased Starfield review. He in Microsoft slash Bethesda pockets. Oh so my god! Real and unfiltered. <laughs> I really hope it's good. I, I I like. I'm gonna be real mad if I'm looking at this controller, and it ain't good. I mean, the controller dope. I like. You can't have this good of a merch and and the game be trash. But they can, and they will. So we'll see. But um, maybe Redfield ain't had nothing. <laughs> Redfall, uh, Red, Redfall, Redfall, had, um, not Red. a controller, right? They had a controller. I thought they had a controller. I guess it's Microsoft. They can have a controller for everything. Yeah, but. yeah, they can have. A, they have a design for a Redfall controller, but um, nah. I think they everybody knew that junk was gonna fail. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they got it. They had a limited edition. They had. Four, they have five controllers. G, wow, that's embarrassing. They said they sold out. That's a lie. Um, they took them off the market more than likely. People really be buying collector edition stuff. 
they just suckered me into this one. But um, you know what? I ain't even going. I'm not gonna keep mentioning it. I'm embarrassing mm. myself like that. But you know, uh, I appreciate them making something cool. Hopefully, the game is cool too. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say on it. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. As usual, if you got to this part, you the real OG. We want to thank you guys for watching, tuning in, rating, whatever you're doing to help us out. We appreciate. Um, but yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening. As always, continue to play games how you want to, not how someone tells you to. You can own both PlayStation and Xbox. You can own a PC. You can own a Switch. And if you have to choose one, don't make it. Don't make it a war for the rest of us, you know? Just play your games. Like, what can I say? We like games. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you all in the next one. Peace.